You're listening to Asbury University's Chapel Podcast, recorded live from our campus in Wilmore, Kentucky. Asbury's Chapel Service hosts speakers from around the world to inspire academic excellence and spiritual vitality. We hope you enjoy today's message. Well, good morning. Let's all stand and worship together. I need you guys to sing loud this morning. I don't know about you, but I lost my voice uh, basically last night, so I need your help this morning. But I know you guys know these songs, and it's a blessing to just have a voice in the first place, amen? So let's do our best.
Oh God. 
never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I can see it, you're working. Even when I can feel it, you're working. Never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. seated actually believe it or not I had a big old thing planned and I usually sing that last song about I don't know probably four steps higher I don't know but um, it's been an adjustment so far I always feel like whenever we're kind of being attacked with whatever our gift is you know sometimes we're not able to use our gift appropriately and I just feel like that means that we're on the edge of something, and I just have to believe that. You know, I have to share my testimony everywhere I go because I always know there's somebody in the room that's maybe even been through something similar to me, but could be hurting right now. And if I can just tell you my testimony real quick, it was when I was about four years old, my, uh, my own mother, you know, she was just heavily addicted to drugs, and my father as well. And we were living in a small trailer in Pensacola, Florida, and I'll never forget when my mother, uh, it got to kind of a boiling point, I guess you could say, where more or less the drugs mattered more than anything else. And that included us, me and my sister. And I'll never forget walking into the trailer we were living in at the time, and everything was gone. And I mean, all our appliances, our, our furniture, our clothes were gone. And all these little flashes of traumatic events kind of pop out of my head. And that was the night that my mother and father got into a huge fight and they were abusive to one another. And my mother called my grandparents in the middle of the night. She said, hey, come get the kids right now. I can't raise them anymore. 
if you don't come get him right now, I'll drop him off at the police station. You'll never see him again. And my grandmother did. She got that call at basically midnight, hopped in the car and with my grandfather and drove all the way to Pensacola, Florida, about five hours away. And when they got there, it was just me and my sister, Sarah, uh, sitting on a blanket in the trailer we were living in. And mom and dad had already cut out and scooped us up, took us back home to Louisiana, where I was basically, I was born there and basically raised there as well and took us back home. And I didn't know it, but after that night, you know, I wouldn't see my own mother for over 10 years. And shortly after being full-time with my grandparents, my sister Sarah, who was a little bit older than me, she started getting headaches. She started getting just different things going on, nausea, vomiting, things like that. And took her and ran a bunch of tests and figured out that she had just a very rare form of brain cancer. And they took her in and back then, I mean, this was close to 20 years ago, and there was really nothing they could do. And for about a year, my sister suffered from that and then passed away. So you can imagine kind of where I was as a kid. I was in a place where I was insecure. I had a lot of grief. I had feelings of abandonment. And I uh, had nothing going on up here. I don't know if you have ever been in a place where you're just kind of floating and you're not really, you're just kind of existing. And that's how I felt, honestly, between the ages of six and shoot, sometimes even now, but (laughs) up until 14 at least. But the reason it was so, I think, traumatic for me is because I didn't think these were just things that were happening to me. I didn't think my, my parents abandoning me was just, you know, a circumstance I was going through or a tribulation I was going through or a trial. I didn't think my sister passing away was just a trial I was going through or a tribulation or just something out of my control. I thought these things were happening because of me. And for a long, long time, I had to walk through that, walk through that fire, walk through that tribulation. And... Praise God for praying grandparents because they dragged me to church every single time the doors were open. And I do mean every time. Kind of like they do y'all with chapel. You know, I've been, I'm caught up to speed. I already know. But uh, I mean, dragged me to church every single time the doors were open, prayed for me, never ceasing. And I remember encountering worship music for the first time and encountering a Christian play actually there was a a play that came into town that I don't even know if still exists anymore called Heaven's Gates Hell's Flames and I remember in that moment just being faced with my eternity at 14 years old being faced with my circumstances being faced with my trauma having to face my sister passing away facing my parents abandoning me and praise God just hearing the gospel for the first time in that way hearing the gospel presented that way it just spoke to a shy young kid like me who had every reason to stay in his seat but decided to get up and walk the aisle and accept Jesus Christ as Savior. And you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but when you accept Christ as Savior, it doesn't mean that all the problems go away. It doesn't mean that everything's better right away. You know what I noticed is, you know, 14, yes, I accepted Christ as Savior, and that was a miracle in and of itself. But you know, it didn't make my sister come back, and it didn't make my parents come back, and it didn't make them get back together. It didn't make us one big happy family again. But you know, I truly believe that every single thing in our life that's broken, Jesus is taking it and working it together for the good, amen. And for so long, I struggled with that, not knowing what he would do next, not understanding that in my brokenness, he was actually picking up the pieces and putting it back together to make something actually better, not to look like what it was before, but to make make something actually better. And I struggled with identity for so, so long. 
because I thought I was my trauma. I thought I was my circumstances. I thought I was the things that were happening to me. And I didn't realize that when I accepted Christ as Savior, that I was actually co-seated with him, that all the authority that I had was the authority he had given me, and that I had a new story and I had a new destiny, and that my suffering was actually purifying me because wine is made with the crushing and a sword is made with the melting and the forging and the bending and the folding, then put back in the fire again. And you know, I don't know where you're at today. I don't know where you, your identity lies because you may know Christ as Savior, but you don't hold on to him as identity and you hold on to the things of the past and you don't realize that you have a new future, a new story and a new destiny. And maybe that's something you hear a lot, but you know it's the truth. A lot of these things that we just go around saying, it becomes like a cliche when really it's the truth that we should take to heart and implant it in there and never forget it. Because Jesus loves you so much that he died for you. He loves you so much that even in your circumstances and in your trauma, he gave you a brand new story. He gave you a brand new identity. And man, there's nothing too broken that he can't fix it. Man, whether you were that kid that was just like me, parents weren't around, Maybe there's a, an adult in here today that's raising a, a niece or a nephew or a grandparent that's raising their grandchild. I get those stories every single time. Maybe you know what it's like to be a drug user. Maybe you know what it's like to be on alcohol. I don't know. But man, I'm telling you right now that you're never too far gone that Jesus can't reach you. You're never too far gone that you can't have a new story and it's never too late to do the next right thing. It's never too late to grab hold of what Christ has for you. And I know it because I'm living proof of it. And man, if that just speaks to one person today, then it was worth it. And I hope you know that Jesus loves you so, so much. And we go around saying that, you know, Jesus loves you. And again, a cliche. But do you know there's people actually out there that don't know that Jesus loves them? You know, for a long time, I really didn't know Jesus loved me. Not just because, you know, of something I was doing, but because I actually just existed. That's why he loved me because I was his creation. And you know, since then, Jesus has given me so many amazing things. He's given me a wife. He's given me a little girl. She's three years old now. He put me in the military for six years. That wasn't exactly great, but I did do that. No, but actually, he gave me so many opportunities. He's given me so many amazing memories. And man, I know out here, whoever you are, whoever's dealing with something similar, or you can relate to what I'm saying. I know he'll do it for you too. And I hope it helps someone here. And I love you guys so much. This next song is my testimony. It's my story. It's basically probably the only original song I can sing today. But I'm going to give it to you. And, and I, I hope it relates to you. And I hope you love it. Sun. Mm -hmm. 
guys don't know the words to this one probably but we just released it to radio and it's just a song about what I just talked about it's about the prodigal it's about the person who may not know their identity this song is called do you know
Thank you guys so much for sticking with me today. Love you guys.